welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back as we continue to finalize this uh, series that's turning out longer than I had first expected. It's on shifting brain chemistry, and the subject came up a few days ago. Uh, from someone on panic attacks and they wanted to know well how do you shift your brain chemistry when it comes to panic attacks so we've been uh, covering that to some degree obviously I am not the absolute expert although I can help you with a few suggestions and that's what we've been doing over the last few days and again I'll reiterate the fact that I am not your doctor don't pretend to be Um, So the stuff that I'm offering for you now is for you to look into, to consider, to discuss with your doctor, Um, but in no means are there any guarantees on any of this, Uh, but I hope that it can be helpful to at least give you a place to start and potentially offer you some remedies in the long term. So uh, we are talking about herbal remedies for high anxiety, which has everything to do with panic attacks, and I'm going through a list of those and I started out yesterday uh, mentioning a couple of them. I'm going to go through like a bunch of them today and uh, so I'm going to cover these not in depth but just a little bit to give you an idea of what you can begin to look for and if you have a notepad you might want to take some notes on these. So we mentioned ginseng yesterday. I want to talk about arctic root um, and and it is as the name suggests um, it's actually found in cold areas of the earth. Um, It's used in traditional Scandinavian and Chinese medicine. And it's one of the most popular aptenogenic herbs, uh, second only to Panax ginseng. Now, one thing I didn't mention about ginseng yesterday, there are many varieties of ginseng. Uh, do your own research on that. I'm not going to go through all those different varieties, uh, but they all carry pretty much the same general properties, uh, just with some small alterations. Uh, but back to the uh, what we're covering now, the Arctic root. It, it, it goes by many common names such as golden root, rose root, pink stone crop, and king's crown. And you'll find that when you start to look into herbs uh, that a lot of times their names are, are slightly different here and there or maybe even in some cases quite different. But it's the same basic herb, okay? So arctic root is what we're talking about here. And the best uses for that are physical stamina. Uh, also lessens fatigue and exhaustion due to stress. So if you're feeling that, again, you're struggling with panic attacks, you're feeling overwhelmed, that might be one you can look into. Now ashwagandha is the next one I want to talk about, and it's one of the most popular uh, verdict herbs. Okay, so its name literally means smell of a horse, which sounds a little odd. It it does smell a little horsey, but this name uh, serves a dual purpose since it's said to bestow the strength and stamina of a horse on anyone who uses it, which sounds pretty good to me. Um, in fact, um, all aptogens reduce cortisol, so all the ones that we're mentioning here do play a role in that, and that's kind of what we're trying to do here is reduce that cortisol. Uh, because that has a direct effect on anxiety. Uh, But ashwagandha's ability to do so is superior to all the rest. 
Uh, and again, ashwagandha, that uh, sounds like a lot, a mouthful there, but it's, if you break it down, it's, it's the word ash and then wag and then A-N-D-H-A. So that, that helps you there. Uh, but here again, best uses are anxiety, insomnia, or stress-related depression. All right, now don't go out and just, you know, buy all these herbs and just start down and, man, you got to check into, you know, how is it mixing against your current uh, maybe supplemental program, you know, what about, you know, your, your background, your health, current health conditions that you might be dealing with or medications that you're on. These are all things that you really need to take seriously before you just start dumping these into your system. Um, all right, Bacopa is the next one we're going to talk about. That's B-A-C-O-P-A. is another highly esteemed Ayurvedic nerve that or herb rather that is used to enhance memory, learning, and concentration. This one also is a reducer of cortisol and works by balancing brain chemicals, dopamine, serotonin, and GABA, which we have talked about already earlier in this series. If you missed any of that, you need to go back and listen so you know what that means. This herb is especially good for age-related mental decline. All right, <clears throat> so that's good news right there. Um, it's exceedingly safe, making it ideal for vulnerable populations, including children and seniors. And it can protect the brain from damage now and from degenerative brain diseases later in life. So it's a good preventative measure. And a lot of these herbs are that, okay? They're a good preventative measure. Uh, this versatility makes it popular uh, to neurotropic brain-boosting formulas and memory supplements. So um, when using Bacopa, it can, it can take two to three months before you really realize the benefits. And, and actually, I think I could say that of a lot of these herbs. You know, you could start taking it, and if you don't notice anything in two weeks, you quit. No, no, you've got to stay with it long term to really get the hang of what it's going to do for you. But Bacopa uh, actually helps with memory loss, lack of focus, anxiety, and insomnia, and it slows age-related mental decline. All right, I've got time for one more here. I'm going to squeeze in holy basil. Is yet, it sounds like an expression, right? Like almost like Batman. Holy basil is yet another herb used in Ayurvedic healing tradition. It can be consumed either as a supplement or tea. Okay, now the tea is referred to as Tulsi tea. That's T-U-L-S-I-T because it fosters relaxation as well as being uh, you know, uh, as well-being rather. Tulsi tea has been called liquid yoga. Interesting uh, expression there. It's one of the most revered plants in India. Tulsi means the incompar incomparable one. Uh, traditionally, holy basil has been used as a tonic to promote general health and well-being and to build resilience to stress. It's also been considered a, panca a panacea uh, used to treat almost anything ailing from you, from malaria to snake bites. Studies now confirm that holy basil builds immune system, alleviates depression, anxiety, and stabilizes blood sugar levels. Best uses for holy basil are uh, immune system strengtheners and uh, stabilizing diabetes or prediabetes. Hopefully this list has been helpful to you. Uh, come back tomorrow and I'll cover a few more. This is Michelle Steffes. And reframe and rewire greatness through daily routine. Join us again tomorrow as we can, well, actually continue to wind down on this uh, series that's turned out to be longer than first anticipated, uh, Shifting Brain Chemistry. Thank you for joining.